0: Hey, thanks for downloading this episode of I'm No Expert. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash noexpertshow. Literally is the worst dancing I have ever seen in my entire life. So, how's it going, Chris? <laughs> that's great. Uh, welcome, Drew. Welcome, Grants. Welcome back to I'm No Expert Craft Beer Podcast. So yeah, he's uh, he's commenting on my awesome dance move. I, I was at a uh, an Indian wedding last night and uh, learned a lot. One is uh, that 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 dance move I was just doing. They call that the light bulb. So you just you okay. put your hand in the air and you act like you're twisting a light bulb in. And that's how they teach white people how to dance Indian. Indian music yes. was it a lot of Indian music or? Uh, yeah, so it varied from like super traditional like Indian music to actually, I some of my favorite was kind of a mix between Indian slash pop, kind of almost like uh like EDM type music mixed together. So okay. it's actually really a lot of fun so they do any like like bollywood style dances like a big Uh, choreographed choreographed yeah (laughs) no they no they did so yeah so actually at the wedding last night there was like four or five like all of their like siblings and cousins did choreographed dances for the bride and the groom wow um before dinner so that was actually really kind of cool um yeah i can show you guys that i got a couple of videos but it was it was really actually it's really cool experience um that and we learned, never be on time to an Indian wedding, ever. <laughs> because it's very long. It's very, very long. And if they tell you to show up at 9, they mean show up at 11. Like, literally. Right. We beat the, the like, bride to the wedding <laughs> by not a small amount of God. time. So Hi, Grant. How's it going, Chris? How was your weekend? It's been great. Yeah? Yep absolutely wonderful it's, you're just lying just yeah, straight, straight up lying <laughs> through the teeth actually I finished Orange is the New Black that was that How was, was that th- season three or yeah season three okay I heard it was really bad it was actually pretty good I was I was happy with it happy I watched it because I never made it through the first season of Orange is the New Black oh if you can't make it through the first season don't bother because there's this yeah, I, yeah. it's more of the we same we just started like, watching it like you have to like the humor in it like from the beginning otherwise it's, you're never going to make it all the way through yeah is it mm. better or worse? Would you say than the third season of House of Cards? I haven't seen that yet. Oh, uh, okay. That's on my list. Yeah, see, I, I just started, I, I just finished that. I, I tried to start that and then I'm like, uh, see, I love season one and two of House of Cards. Yeah, no, they were very good. And I, I, season three was so so, but that's yeah. just my opinion. So, I finished um, Silicon Valley finally. Uh, oh, I need to do that. I know I'm just behind a few super episodes, good. and then I'm still I'm in the third episode of uh, Mr. Robot. Oh, say production. Still so haven't seen that yet. Yep, would recommend. It's, but it's weird. Like, the pilot is still the strongest. Like, episode? the first episode is still the strongest episode of all the three episodes that have ever been released, which is hmm. very odd. Not sure why. Cool. This is still a beer podcast, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, great. We still talk about beer every yep. once in a while. <laughs> uh, this week on the show is another brewery highlights. We are highlighting Evil Twin Brewing, which is quickly becoming my favorite brewer of all time maybe that's that's a big big hit it's That's a heavy endorsement it is um so we've got three different beers from evil twin and if you don't know about evil twin it's actually a gypsy brewer so it's one guy and he goes to different breweries and says here's my idea for a beer i'm gonna buy all the product you guys brew it here's the process bottle it whatever so um it's regional because he'll go to different breweries based on like the east coast south west coast the plains states that kind of stuff and um so this what we're starting out with today um i think grant you've actually had this before but you probably don't remember it this is (laughs) as he's wont to do on occasion yep oh boy uh this first up is a uh justin belie beer spelled really spelled very weirdly uh this is a berliner style weiss beer at 4.5 when would I have had this that I don't remember? Here. Well, I, I knew it was here. I'm asking when. Uh, this year? Wait, the color looks familiar. Yeah, you probably remember. Yeah, the color. I can't remember this. Mm, beer color. Yes, very familiar. <laughs> no, no, I, I really do. <laughs> I mean, the bottle is probably like the craziest bottle ever. It's got some really weird uh Yeah, they probably I don't really I don't really know. It's like a tabloid cover. They probably had to oh. like change the spelling super crazy, so uh, you know. You didn't get sued. The believers don't, you know, sue them. What's what, what's left of the believers? Let's be yes. Yeah, that's mean, very true. So that's gonna be a weird time to grow up. Like, be a believer and then watch him go through that as he was like your idol. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's essentially Try just, being a Miley Cyrus. Fan, I was just about to make that joke. They I actually, those two should just get married and just call it a day. It would be perfect. Imagine the children. It'd be fantastic. Mm. It'd be amazing. I don't know about Justin Oh, it would make the Kardashians look like... Tame. uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're so rich that they don't have to do anything anymore. They can just, like, fizzle off like One Direction did. Or Justin Justin Bieber and Miley Cyrus. So are the Kardashians. Yeah, but they're like they they're don't actually have like a talent oh, just, and they don't, care, prof- about it's about they don't care about money they're professional famous people yes. they're all professional famous people so why not continue being professional famous people It seems yeah. like a lot of work i would not want to do that let's cheers let's cheers cheers, cheers, Justin cheers. Beer. sour note on the nose yeah which sure. is why i, I remember definitely. this do you remember yep. this one absolutely finally? okay yeah this is the really bitter beer that i actually kind of liked but I could only drink slowly well, it's our first one, so drink quickly because got <laughs> wow, on timeline we've got two more beers to do. Wow, that is going to be the. This might be the craziest beer I've ever tasted on the show. Yeah, just start to finish. That's a that's a roller coaster ride. It's a pucker. It's super yeah. sour. It's on the like the verge of being like a sour sour, but it's still pretty. There's some body to it. That is kind of odd. They still get a little, like, maltiness at the very finish, like, at the very back. It's, it's almost got out. a little bit of a vinegary taste mm-hmm. to it, yep. too. It's, that's, um... Almost like, not champagney, but almost. Yeah, you almost need it's, olives to go with this. It's almost champagne-y based on, like, how effervescent it is. Mm-hmm. Like, how much CO2 is actually in like there. It's like little bubbles CO2, not, like, big beer yeah, bubbles. That's what I'm getting out of it. I mean, it's relatively clear-ish. It's, ish. like, pinky brown. I guess... I almost want to say there's like purple in it, but yeah, I like, like i don't think any pink, like pinky rose notes, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Rose is a good okay. There we go. Yeah. Rose. I Wonder if you could pair this with like uh, orange juice, <laughs> make beer mimosas, make <laughs> ooh, mimosas. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not super sweet, so I mean, as long as you get some like decent OJ, I guess you probably. Could. Side note: Beer really is as bad as it sounds. What beer on cereal? burial you did not know when When did this happen uh Was this, this is a, in college accident or pur- on purpose no this is on purpose so um john who i'm going to dinner with later tonight shout uh, out to john yeah like just got up one morning and we were like i don't know we were iu one weekend and they decided he and uh andrew bollinger decided that they wanted to try beer on their cereal john actually claims he likes it so John's a liar. No one likes <laughs> that. That's gross. Cheerios and beer. Nothing better. Ugh. Oh, yeah. not even like a flavorful cereal. No. This is like is just a, like malty. Like, yep. Oh, And I'm sure it was Keystone Light or something. Oh, so something awful. Yeah. And it was probably like slightly warm. Mm-hmm. I've done the I've done the accidental poured orange juice onto my cereal thing because I'm so tired. <laughs> like I just wake up and I'm like put cereal in a bowl and then I pull out orange juice and I go. Bloop, that's bloop, when bloop. you go back to bed and you're, then I look at it and I'm like that's orange juice on those cornflakes, definitely not milk. Oops. That's when you just go back to bed because <laughs> right. you're you're more of a you're more of a uh, yeah a detriment to society at that point. Like you're a danger to other people. Yeah. The worst was shaving cream on my toothbrush instead of toothpaste. Oh no, yep, that was a good one. I've done that once. That sounds awful. <laughs> yep, we've all been there, Chris. Just mm. different things, different combinations. Is it creamy? You know, little, little like. Fluffy? Did you actually get it into your mouth? Oh yeah. Oh what? Same color, <laughs> but it's so foamy. <laughs> much a gel, so oh. until you mix it up, it's like. Mm. Yeah, and it, what, do you have a manual toothbrush? What like, that uh, taste like? I like electric. electric. So like you turn it on, oh, and it immediately it like was bad. Explosion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like soapy, or yeah, it's like soapy and awful, huh? It was ooh, ugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've all made bad choices. <laughs> yeah, that's. But I think this is a good choice of a beer. For me personally, I mean, I love like sour ish beers, and this is, you know, yeah, sour. this is really really good. No, mm-hmm. I agree. This is it's a great tasting beer because it's so unique. You can't find anything like it. But like I said, I don't want to drink it fast. Unfortunately, we're doing that right now. But <laughs> it'd be a great beer. Like sit down with one and like talk with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. just for, like hours yeah I mean it's it's one of those sour beers that you don't realize is a sour beer until you pick it up and for some people that can be like really some people really like sours and some people hate them like I know somebody who doesn't really like beer styles in general but he loves sour beers which are that's, that's odd which are is like very few and far between because unless you're looking at something like a lambic or you're looking at some like creek beer that's You know, from Europe somewhere, and it's Mm -hmm. from a brewery that's like hundreds of years old. You're not going to find many brewers in the U.S. doing consistent sours that are going to be available all the time. I would say that sours are probably at the far end of the spectrum in terms of like accessibility in terms of beer. I mean, I think I think it's a very acquired taste. Yes, I would say it's it's incredibly odd for someone to like be into beer and all of a sudden be like, "Oh, sours are great. I love sours." Yeah. So, and the other thing is. I bet it's not good at all if it's not ice cold. Like, I, some beers I can drink slightly warm. Mm-hmm. I bet you this is terrible, like, room temperature. Well, we can find out at the end of the show. We, can, we still have some left. You can find out and drink <laughs> that bottle if you want to. I mean, th- my thing with with certain beers, yes, agree that some beers are better really cold and some beers are better really warm. But if I'm doing a tasting of it, I almost appreciate a, a warmer, mm-hmm. a beer that's closer to room temperature than... Ice, 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 ice cold because I taste more of it. And no, I, I, you, I think you exactly nailed it. Which is, it brings out a lot of times a warm beer. You can taste more flavors than a really mm-hmm. cold beer. Oh, which, I absolutely agree. If it's crummy beer, you want it as cold ice as cold. possible, <laughs> right? Then it just, it just tastes like ice water. Well, I ice get water. Keystone cold enough. It, you know, it almost doesn't taste like crap. No, nope. almost. <laughs> no, I disagree. think it almost there, it tastes left like crap. Yes, <laughs> I feel like we need to do like a really like a BMC show. We I, absolutely I keep saying do. This and yes, I think it's. What it would, it would be it would probably be like Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light. Just do the. Like, but that's the even big three. that's even no, that's, that's pretty classy. classy BMC beers. Yeah. Okay. Just, we know we'll do a BMC show with those, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and then we're gonna do a Dirty Thirty show. Yeah. And we'd oh, show up with our, with our least everyone, favorite college no, beer. No, I think everyone has to bring their favorite Dirty Thirty, and yep. that and and we don't gotta need bring you don't like need to bring three a whole thirty of it. Yeah, just bring bring a handful of them. You know, like hams. Natty Light, Keystone, Natty Ice. I'm bringing Natty Light for sure. If we oh, do that gosh. show, that yep. sounds awful. <laughs> no, I think this we. I think we should be forced to actually like critically critique them. Oh, and, I definitely and, could and, critically <laughs> critique them. very No, hard. no, <laughs> yes, no, <laughs> sir. No, but, but compared to one another, I think I think we need to have a winner on the show. Like I think the best of the at each person needs like to a bring. Bracket. Yeah, yes, <laughs> each person needs to bring a dirty thirty that they think is the best dirty thirty. And at the end of the show, we have to vote it's kind of like how like top gear does like their worst car episode and they like have to vote on that it'll be a blind taste test yes oh, yeah, oh, fantastic blind taste test nobody knows like which beer is which mm-hmm. i think we should we have to guess what the beer is and then we have to vote on Rankin which in. one we like the best yep this is gonna be the best <laughs> i'm gonna hate myself all Look right, forward well, to that, folks. Yeah, it's going to be uh, pretty, pretty great. Now, only okay. one question on that: uh-huh. Are we doing it sober or drunk? Like you'd usually be drinking these beers. I think we're just going to do like a regular show. Okay. Whereas you know, opinions, depending our on how opinions m- might change, we get really drunk. And you know then start what? Drinking that's, the 30s. that's what happens when you taste beer, Grant. If you do a flight, the pro- the beer at the very beginning is going to taste a lot different than the beer at the very end, mm-hmm. and you're probably going to like the last beer a whole lot. <laughs> 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 um, any other like final thoughts on uh, this Justin Belly beer? Good tasting beer. Um, you know, I don't know if it's something I would sit down and drink more than one of it. Um, but again, I, I I don't mind sour beers, but I guess it's not my like first choice. So that probably plays a part as well. Yeah, it's pretty unique, I think. Yep, very no, unique, for sure. I, I enjoy drinking. I really do. This is a, a very interesting beer for me. Yeah, cool. I, I like it as well. Again, like Drew said, eh, kind of uh, novelty beer. Yeah, for sure. All right. That's great. Novelty. All right. We're going to take a quick break and grab our second Evil Twin beer, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to I'm No Experts, a craft beer podcast. I'm Chris. Hi, Drew. Hi, Chris. Hi, Grant. Hi, Chris. Firebug. Firebug? Firebug. Yeah, that's his song. i finding, finding a lot more uh, new music yeah, lately. You, that, of, that, wow. that should go on the list. I like that song. That's good. Yeah, that's, it's fun. Which we can't talk about. But anyway, uh, this is our Evil Twin episode where we are highlighting Evil Twin Brewery. Uh, We just had Justin Belie Bear, and this is, second one up is called Turkish Delight. Very excited. Turkish Delight. Know what style beer is this? Stop singing. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like, it reminds me of the song Afternoon Delight. It's Turkish Delight. It reminds me of the dessert Turkish Delight. What movie is that a thing in? Uh, The Chronicles of Narnia. Yes, that's it. Uh, This is an American brown ale at 6% ABV. And this is actually the only one that I found on the website, uh, the Evil Twin website itself. All the rest of them were not there for some reason. Interesting. I'm not sure if they're just, like, out of season. Um, That's a very, uh, brown beer. What is American Brown Ale? I know, I know. Just, like, the color's very. And it's flat. You mean there's no head on it? Yeah, there's no doing? head. It's very, like, um. So, I guess while you're pouring these, um. I do find it really interesting the model that, uh the evil twin does have for brewing. Yeah, cuz it's I like we've talked about this before on the show. I think just touched on it a little bit, but and I think you said this earlier. So he doesn't he doesn't own a brewery at all. No. Does he, does well, he mean, do like tests like small barrel like tests kind of like out of his like I mean, house or to. something? I mean, Bound yeah, dog. to, like, d- to develop dog. like the recipes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's he's out of he's based technically he lives in Denmark. Um his name his actual name is Oh gosh! Yep, you got to pronounce that, Chris. Uh, Jape Jarnette Berg <laughs> I have no idea. I think the B is silent. Jerkso, Jarnette Jarnett Jerkso, Jerkso, Jerkso. I don't know. Huh? I'm not really sure. Um, he's kind of he's based primarily out of Brooklyn, is where he lives in the U.S. Mm-hmm. He actually writes for Vice's food arm called Munchies, and I'll link that in the he's huh. a contributing editor there so he like writes about beer and yeah but i guess just the whole concept of kind of being a breweryless brewery it's like cool. a physical space for mm-hmm. you know evil twin is yeah. i guess considered a brewery but there's no physical right they're really just a collection of brewers well i i mean so it's similar to i mean fabless got to be big in like the semiconductor industry where people like had other people make their like, they would come up with the design for a chip, but then they'd have other people manufacture it. Yeah. So it's kind of like that same concept, it's which like, I think it's actually really kind of an, a neat idea. And I, I would say you will probably see a lot more people doing that because, I mean, it seems like there's so many breweries out there right now that, like, at what point does it become more cost effective to just have other people that have breweries and, like, spare equipment and time and stuff, like, brew beer for you. Yeah, I think it's... I think it would be definitely hard to kind of break in as a Gypsy Brewer because... Oh, sure. You have to have that connection and basically say, hey, you know, brewery XYZ that's already established, can I take your equipment and your time and your fermentation? I mean, it's not like it happens in a day. No. It's like physical space has to go into... Not by any means, but I... I I get the impression a little bit that there might be a a bit of a bubble forming like in the craft brew industry just because it seems like every day there's a new brewery popping up left and right. And so you got to wonder if you're going to get to a point where maybe some of these breweries aren't selling as much product as they would like to with like the equipment stuff they have on hand Mm -hmm. and wouldn't look to potentially like, you know tie up that equipment a little bit more. Yeah, So, that's interesting. it'll be interesting to see. <clears throat> I think as many craft breweries that we see popping up, we're seeing as many disappear. Yeah. Which don't pe- people don't see as much it happens sure. very quietly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz you see a brewery go in and then they a promote couple it, months you see later stuff. and it sort of just disappears. So mm-hmm. there's there's definitely it's still a business model like you have to have Sure. the 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 market's crowded. But it'd be interesting to to see if you'd ever get something kind of like similar to like a like a hacker space only like a kind of a similar deal where you go in and you have somebody that has a brewery where like they have all the equipment and like people to like help with that process Mm -hmm. but then you know you can either like pay a fee to be a member or like pay to basically have your beer brewed in some like in some quantity amount yeah kind of like the the like the puzzle piece to the gypsy brewer that goes around and uses breweries be the brewery that doesn't have any of their own beer and other people come and brew their beer there yeah Mm-hmm. I know I, there is one brewery that I don't remember the name of that does exactly that. Okay. Hmm. They're just like a subcontractor. They're like, come with us for your, you can do small batch, big small batch, huge, batch. giant order. You know, mm-hmm. we'll work with, you know, the bottle distributors and mm-hmm. get those, you know, into, this, into the space. But then, I don't know. All right. Let's cheers this try. Yes. This. Turkish delight. Have <laughs> you guys smelled this yet? What does <laughs> it sound like? It is very potent. Ooh. Very earthy. Ooh. Very malty. Mm-hmm. Little little roasty, little roasty dark mm-hmm. maltiness I'm getting out of the getting nose. A little bit of like sugary, kind of almost like mm. maple. A little bit, I think. Okay, yeah. Grant, what do you think you you tasted it? You're a chief dark butte dark beer uh, expert. You are. Yeah. It tastes. It's not rich like it smells. No, and that's that's what's throwing me off. I'm trying to figure out what it is. What what the taste I'm getting is. It's not rich. It smells very rich and earthy and crazy. But it's it's, uh... yeah, it is pretty deceiving. I mean, it looks dark and viscous, but mouth feels pretty light. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like a charred barrel taste. Maybe I'm trying to like I'm really trying to pinpoint this. I have no idea what it is. I get a little coffee. I get coffee. Yep. I get coffee. Then
1: then the coffee, but that's not n- the
0: mystery. The mystery. There's like a mystery. There's behind. a mystery flavor in here, and I can't put my. It's, I mean, it's, on it. it's got some spice to it, right? So I, I'm definitely getting that that coffee. I get a little bit of like you said earlier earthy spicy um that's it's it. interesting it's like a almost not like not like pepper like table pepper but like i don't want to use the word artisanal but like a deeper pepper f- flavor like Does that a, make like sense? a fresh ground pepper like a real pepper yeah like a fresh yeah. not even like a fresh ground like olive ground, like a real fresh ground like not spicy pepper but but yeah. more not like a chili pepper exactly. but like mm. the, the spice mm-hmm. pepper yeah i see that's what i'm tasting that's what's throwing me off cuz it's like hot but like not Okay, and it's pairing with the coffee really well. Pepper and coffee, hmm. weird, right? It is, yeah. I mean, we're not experts. I don't know why it's that called Tur- is for sure. I don't know why it's called Turkish delight. Have you ever had Turkish delight? Because um, the answer is I haven't. So this could taste exactly like Turkish delight. and I'd have no idea. I don't think I've Google ever Google what Turkish delight tastes like. Theater of the mind. Just imagine. It's just going to bring up Chronicles of Narnia stuff uh okay so it's got dates and usually has dates pistachios or walnuts maybe it's nut maybe that's what Bound i'm tasting and like a jelly oh taste i think it's the walnut that's that's the spicy thing i can't put my finger on like the its <laughs> own flavor profile it's kind of like richer and weirder i okay i'm going to read the the blurb a beloved delicacy from the near east to others a symbol of evil temptation that leads ed edmund the guy from chronicles Narnia, yep. to betray his family in a cherished novel for children whatever the association we've crafted a timeless and very tempting treat with bittersweet notes of cardamom coffee and arabian nights Ooh. what's arabian nights i don't know just the feeling of arabian nights, oh, okay. I, guess. I was like is that a flu- I, I don't a think it's a spice <laughs> magic carpet not included <laughs> it's like they take carpet and they, sl- they cut it up and put it in the beer yeah. <laughs> no they strain their beer through a carpet Mm. Mm, that doesn't sound good. No. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> A eighteen hundred year old Turkish carpet. Your beer filter. Ugh, yuck. That sounds awful. Uh, I mean, this is pretty. I like this. I don't know if it's as mysterious as they kind of put it off to be. But as you said, that I spent the first ten minutes trying to figure out what was in it. Well, yeah. I mean, you found you figured it out. No, but it was mysterious in that way. Like I didn't know what it was. I had to put like do some thinking and digging. I don't think I'd order it again. Oh, I mean, like... I see where you've kind of, like... You kind of have to really think about it to figure out the flavor with this. Where some, like... What I want with certain beers... If they're going to be... I just want it to... I want that flavor to be there. I don't want to have to go looking for it. Does that make sense? And maybe like, if this they would say, be there if you would have ever eaten Turkish Delight and remembered it. Well, if they, if they save, like... I got the coffee out of it, but if they said, like cardamom i would like to what cardamom it's like a spice okay so i would want i would want that up front which i don't get i get it's a it's a very kind of classic brown ale with the little coffee notes and a little bit of like a spice note but that's about it i don't get maybe that's what they're going for but my palate says eh, it's okay so it's just a little more subdued than you yeah like. yeah definitely all right dribbles your thought yeah, I mean, I think good beer overall. Um if if you're into that, you know, kind of darker, earthier type of beer style, I think I think most people would like this. Um but kind of like what Chris said, um there's just not anything really like pow to it, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just it's it's overall it's it's all pretty subtle. And for something that says, like, Turkish delight in their little blurb of mm-hmm. it being mysterious, you expect not it to like be that. a little bit more. Well, and here's the trick. So, it's dark beer, which I'm, as we all know, I'm a fan of dark beers. But this is missing some of the dark beer, like, base, like, building blocks. It's not creamy at all. There's no dark, like. Well, it's on a stout. But not even stout. Like, other dark beers at least have, even in most coffee, any dark beers. It is quarters, very bright. Or other things. It's even ales. Other ales have some meat to it. Some Some real, like, mm-hmm. you can taste it. Um, there's no volume to this, right? There's a lot of, like, pow coffee, pow spices, and you get those right off the bat, right? Other than that, it's really, like what you said, subdued, and I don't get any, like, full-body flavor. That's what I'm missing. And if you put coffee in a beer, I expect something really full-bodied. Okay. Okay. I kinda see that, but I kinda it's have like to iced go, coffee. I me. have to go back to like the style itself and when you're coming from a brown ale compared to a porter compared to a stout. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be that expectation. And that just comes with experience when you go through different beers, you're gonna know, okay, if I walk up and this is gonna be a brown ale, even the color, if you look at it, oh, yeah. it's darker, but you're gonna know instantly it's not gonna be like a stout where you get that you know, get that those lactose sugars Mm. that really really kind of like viscous it can be a flavor profile i think yeah, because it is so dark you kind of expect it to be more towards that like that spectrum but Mm -hmm. it's actually i would say this is much closer in taste to like almost like a like a red ale oh yeah like an amber ale Mm -hmm. than it is like a stout so i would say it's it's much closer on the on the spectrum of things to that and i think which i think is kind of what you're touching on chris and the coffee in that lighter of an ale throws me off. And that's right. my issue with the beer. So, so I, I, think I wouldn't have ever paired coffee with an ale. Yeah. 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 It'd be like having coffee hints in like an amber ale or mm-hmm. like a pale ale or something. And it throws you would off. would be like, like what? It's just out of place. Yeah. It seems to be out of place at the style. And the coffee they put in is like a really dark roast, which I can taste. And like I appreciate because I like dark roasted coffee myself. But I wouldn't put it with this. I would put, like, a lighter roast or maybe, like, a citrusy-ish mm. roast with this. And I think that could be really interesting for, like, a Turkish delight and really flavorful with, like, or, the date in the background. Or, like, a, like a I would say go even more dark and do, like, a Turkish coffee Ooh, style. Oh, yeah. You know, if the whole idea is this, like, Middle Eastern Arabian Nights kind of thing. And theme. adds more sugar to this and really get the Turkish coffee going, I think that would be pretty yeah. cool. I think I see, the, I see the concept. It just wasn't... Not executed the way I would have liked Um, Okay, so we're going to take our last break and grab our third and final Evil Twin Beer and we will be right back. Welcome back to I'm No Experts, a craft beer podcast. I'm Chris Laudensiger, Grant is here. Hello. Drew's here as well. Hi. Yeah, buddy. These short breaks really throwing me off. I know. It's kind of fun. It's very very exciting. It's like we're we're going really quickly. It's like all real time, you know, getting ready. Yeah. take over a real radio station at some point yep we'll do live shows oh gosh so. that'll be yeah, exciting to, to fill you guys in we're kind of just doing this uh more live than we usually do i guess uh just one after another so no, sometimes you don't we tell them that oh it's, it's, yeah we it, can it, it breaks the the facade of you know oh, yes. the magic magic True. radio facade this is like a top gear it's always done live yes, and everything's just, off the cuff nothing's scripted yeah nothing yeah. is scripted no. at all Mm-mm. none well it's not scripted it's just usually we you know Hang out and we have I don't a little know. like downtime. Lays around in between the, uh, the breaks. Whereas now you know, like, We don't. We and then it, t- it takes the we we kind of process the alcohol in between yes. those and longer by the time breaks. The third yes. Set happens, Things are going good. Right. So now after we end the show, now we're it's it's get, get really, really crazy. Good. Yep. Uh, we're talking we're about running. evil twin running around doing all kinds of stuff, <laughs> sure. cleaning glassware, sure. opening beers, right? Spilling it's spilling like, beers really quick, really quick. Yeah, <laughs> spilling beers for. Um, this, is the, this is the Explodey beer. This is the Explody beer. I was this kind of expecting very, this because uh, our last beer is uh, Ron and the Beast Ryan. This is a Cezanne style farmhouse, which is my favorite style. I was going to say, this is, uh yeah, it's right up your alley. Chris Tiger Special. Basically, yeah. So i kind of. Alrighty. Do you want the, I'll take, the, I'll take the Dr. Dr. Superhead? Yeah, you got some uh, very foamy beer. So I guess we might as well mention that off the uh, off the bat. I mean, I did open it and it did kind of just gush Explore. everywhere. Yeah, I wonder top. if they soap the beer. Oh God! Like there's just a lot of bubbles. I mean, that's a lot of times with the saison and farmhouse. The I've gotten a lot of them that are bottle fermented and they just have like a higher CO2 and like the protein so, structure. And the solids are still there, so yeah, it's kind of like combined together and you know, it's you have the bubbles taste. <laughs> Soapy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I want to give a shout out to Vine and Table up in Carmel. I get most of my beers from Vine and Table. They always have a really, really, really good selection. So if you're looking for something new, something that you've never seen before, they have all of um, Indiana's local beer brewers there. So everybody from like Three Floyds, Upland, Sun King, Tin Man, all of that is up there, so you can go up to find and Table up and Carmel I'll put a link in the description of the show. Grant is now putting his <laughs> finger in <the> front <laughs> of the foam. So you smell the beer because all I smell is the foam. That is the smell. yesterday no, yesterday. All I smell is CO two. You don't. <laughs> what does CO two smell like? It burns your nose. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, if, 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 if that's the case, you'd be dead like right now. Right, I wouldn't be dead. i would be really dizzy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think CO two. I don't in the atmosphere CO two smells. Oh yeah, it does. You just said it. Uh, it burns your nose. It's yeah. not a smell. It's a sensation in my nose, Chris. As close <laughs> as I want to get to smelling. Uh, uh, so now, oh. now I can smell it. This science no, minute sued. brought to you by Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Grant Chapman. Yep. the science guy. I wish. Be so much more wealthy <laughs> if you're the science if I, guy. Is Bill Nye, the science guy. You'd have to learn yeah. how to tie a bow tie. I can learn for that. I love bow ties. I wear. You tie do. Last you night. look so good in a bow tie, James Bond. Mm. Something about a real bow tie. I have still yet to be able to tie a real bow tie. It's incredibly hard. Like I've for for like I actually wear bow ties semi like regularly. It's incredibly hard. It still it still takes me probably a solid fifteen minutes. I love to that it semi regularly. Yeah, yep. It's like three I times don't know. a year. I mean, that's a semi regular. I wear bow tie. I guess this is <laughs> <true>. literally semi regularly <laughs> would be like like twice a year, like yeah. semi annually, semi semi annually, <laughs> depending on your definition of regularly. Regular. <laughs> We'll have to go ask uh, Metamucil. Okay. Yep. Thanks. We're not sponsored by that. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the beer. All right. Watch uh, mm. cheers and uh, taste this guy. Boop, 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 boop. I just can't get past the CO two, honestly. Ooh, got a lot of plum notes in it. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> really? Does it? A lot of stone fruit in there. Just <laughs> wow. Just grants definition of awful beer That's no, no, i love uh, it i hate it no i, I had to bring that up because drew's p- poking fun of my co2 so every other beer has plum fruit in it yeah drew what do you think you did just did the wow wow, wow. Well, i mean so i said that with the first beer and then there's this wow um i don't even I, i'm gonna take another sip of this i don't even know where to start with this one it's one more all, sip of poo? all kinds of craziness going on here. yeah I mean, it definitely lives up to, like, that Saison, so I get, like, some, like, really weird, like, citrusy, blood orange notes in it. I get some, like, spiciness, kind of, like, star anise cinnamon kind of flavors there. I get this, like, yeastiness that's happening. I mean, that's... What's the finishing note? Okay, so that's what I'm stuck on right now, because I, I think that's what I don't like. I like everything up until the very end. And then, oh, that set. ester flavor—it's like it's like a—it's like not quite as a strong like banana ester flavor, but I, that's what I'm getting on the back of my throat at the very end. Yeah, yeah. and it like just it leaves that taste in your mm-hmm. mouth. So it that's lingers a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is technically a saison and a farmhouse ale together, so you kind of get some funkiness. I don't get a ton of funkiness that I would normally get out of a farmhouse, but it's still. It, those esters are there that I get kind of... Because if you drink something like a, a Belgian quad, sometimes you, it basically tastes like bananas. A banana ester. Got it. It's not like banana flavor added. It's like magical su- beer science where it makes the molecule of banana flavor in Even the bottle. No Even there. though there's no oh, bananas in there. Even though there's no physical bananas in there. So that's why you see you have people say banana like esters. It's sort of like the a essence of bananas. It's, yeah it's like the essence of banana but not really banana see and i get less crazy out of this than i do out of justin bully beer like that was crazier and i, and I liked it better because it was way more different this is still like sour ish and really like tries to be crazy but it still tastes like a regular beer to me okay now oh, this is seven percent by the way i didn't actually say that so it's the highest ABV of the three. So we went mm-hmm. from four to six, four and a half to six to seven. I yeah, like and, it, and definitely. I mean, you can you can taste it. It's it tastes a little boozy, not not a whole lot. No, but. it does a good job of covering it up. Yeah, it's also our third beer. It's true. Yep. But like I said, a lot of times with higher ABV beers, it just lifts it. It just that higher alcohol percentage just kind of lifts those flavors, separates it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I always enjoy higher ABV beers, but. They're usually, <laughs> well, they're usually either fermented longer or they're a little bit more care is put into a higher ABV beer because it does take a little bit more time to put in. So mm-hmm. it's not always the mark of a better beer. But it's if you go in blind, it's usually a kind of a good sort of... If you look at, like, so let's say a, a you're looking at a wall of beer and you look at one particular brewery, you can kind of say, all right, so there's... You don't know really what style you want. You can kind of go and pick by ABV and kind of figure out. Okay, I'm going to be in mid range at like six to seven, high end, double digits, eight to nine, nine to ten. I mean, you're going to find you're if you're going anywhere above nine, you're not going to find it in twelve ounce bottles. Well, and then and then you almost get to some of the beers that are just too boozy. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're basically going for ABV. So, oh yeah, they Molotov. Yeah. Mm. Well that's a pretty good beer though. Maltov was I think Maltov was really really cuz we had Maltov light on the show which mm-hmm. was 8%. F- like full-bore Maltov is an IPA that is so so smooth that you don't realize it. It go, it mm-hmm. kind of falls into that same realm as Resin from 6 Points. That is I believe 9 or 10% ABV for an IPA, but it is just there's a odd sweetness to it it's just super 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 smooth and those are cool because i actually do think that it takes a fair bit of like effort to pull that off in that high abv i mean a lot of times you get up into those ranges and it's just put off it's so hoppy it's so boozy it's so boozy it's just it it overbears anything else that you try to do with the beer so and and a lot of times with some brewers who do those really really high abv ones they're one-offs they're, like, seasonal. It's like, we did a stout, but we, you know, cranked everything up to, like, long. right. We just left it in there for four and a half months, and it came out at 13, and now we'll sell it. And Yeah. But, I mean, somebody like Evil Twin doing Molotov all the time, or Six Points doing Resin. Or, like, some people... The one thing that bothers me sometimes is people that, like, intentionally try to make a beer, like, incredibly hoppy. Like, there's, um, there's a variety of, of beers out there from different breweries that have... Basically, like, like hops in their name, but I, uh, think that, I mean, there's there's optimum yeah. There's, there's all <laughs> kinds of Hoptimum. So, like, I don't know, like, like to me, I like, mean, like there that's was, just like going, like that's just like trying to go for high ABV or like to ju- just to try to make it taste really hoppy, right. just to do that. I mean, there was the hop race a couple years ago in yeah. the craft world. That was yeah. an arms race to see who could make the, the highest IBU, beer. the hoppiest beer that you've right. ever seen, and it was literally like you know dogfish head would come out with something and then like some local brewery would come out with something and then you got sierra nevada coming in because they make you know they were like the the brand of hoppy regular beer right the brand of like hoppier regular beer then they came out with their hop head beer and then they came out with torpedo with extra ipa and then they had (laughs) you know (laughs) double secret double hop ipa right well then you've got like dogfish head doing like 60 minute then they did 90 minute then they did 61 minute like all mm-hmm. of them try to like add more hops, add more hops, add more hops. It's actually and, ironic because I really like sixty and ninety minute, right? Because it's yeah. So but. I, I again, I still stand by my comment, which is I to do to do something just for the sake of like doing it in terms of of like trying to just intentionally add that like hoppy taste. I don't know. Some people, I guess, like that. So, yeah. But I mean, if you want to, you know, hear about. IPAs go back and listen to our ultimate IPA rundown where yeah. we did six on the show and yep. we definitely hit everything from something that was IPA by name alone that didn't taste hoppy to something that was mm-hmm. really really hoppy so yeah I generally like hoppy beers I really do but sometimes it's just it's so overbearing that you're like well, what are you trying to do here like yeah. what do you think of this though yeah this saison um, like I said before I like I like everything up until the end. I think it's I think it's interesting. Um overall pretty good beer. I just I can't get past that I, I, I still have words for it. Yeah. Uh I know exactly what it that, is and like, I love that it. Stale, that stale yeah. I it's I, I know you love like, you love it's this. It's like style. licking a banana peel. Well bet. No, it's like it's not the banana flavor you get, it's that peel flavor. It's, like it's you the outside. No, yeah, you bite into an orange rind uh-huh. or you lick a banana peel. Oh, it's exactly what it is. No, yeah. it's, it's it's the oil in an orange rind. That's yeah. What you're tasting. Yeah, and it's just, um... Yep. I had a cocktail at Libertine that had, like, it was like an orange rind-infused drink, and I was like, okay, it'll be a little bit orangey. No, 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 no orange flavor. Just There was rind. an orange rind, ground to dust, and they mixed it in the liquor, and you couldn't get away from it. It just made huh. your lips pucker. Interesting. And they called it artisanal. And I paid $12 for it, and I was really upset. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's what I'm tasting. It's that it's that citrus rind or that banana peel, mm-hmm. like a fruit peel that not the part that humans like to eat or taste good to us. It's the the sour part that keeps you away from. No, the, I, I that's actually that's a really like that's exactly it. Yep. Yeah. Bonus points, to Grant. Yep. First good thing I've done all weekend. And I really like it. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is, for me, this tastes like I love any kind of farmhouse or saison style. It's my favorite style, and. This has, like, all the right elements for me. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's really, really effervescence, It's got a really interesting nose. It's, like, spicy but, like, smooth. It's uh, it's yeasty but there's kind of, like, that fruitiness that's going on with it. It's all kind of there for me. It's, like, a mm-hmm. nice example of what a Saison should be. Yep. And why I really like Saisons because they have all those different elements that, unlike Turkish Delight, I can actually taste. Yes. And I'll give you this. I don't like this beer personally, but it's very flavorful. Like, unlike what I was talking about with the Turkish Delight, where they're there, but they're not, like, really there. Mm-hmm. This is all the right flavors in the right places. It's just not a personal preference of mine, but they're all distinct, and they're all pulled off. Well, nothing's overbearing, but they're all forefront, if that makes sense. Yeah. They're that fine balance between, like, overrunning your taste buds with something that's, like, artificial, and then being so subtle, you're like, what is that? Yeah. Totally agree all right well um, out of the all three of these grant what's your favorite uh, Justin Blee beer for sure most interesting beer okay drew what's your favorite um I think I'm gonna have to agree with grant on this one and go with the uh, the Blee bear beer Blee bear beer yeah uh, the Turkish delight was all right like I said it, you know too too subtle too subdued yeah just kind of like a regular brown ale um, and I just couldn't really connect with the finish with the last beer. So, yeah, I'd definitely go with the uh, the Belieber beer. I'm number three. Got to do that Saison. Of course. Love it. And see, and I, I'd go I'd go Belieber, Ron and the Beast, and then Turkish. Oh, yeah, in like my order I'd, of... And I would agree with that as okay. well. Yeah. I'd probably put Turkish in last place yeah. as well if I have to talk about all three of these. But... Um, yeah, go check out Evil Twin. I'll put a link to all these beers in the show post. So if you go to knowexpertshow.com, you can see all of our past shows as well. And subscribe to the show. Leave us a comment. Leave us a like on fa- – or not Facebook. What's it? – iTunes. That's the, that's the program. Wait, iTunes has likes? Well, it has uh, ratings. Right ratings up. and comments on iTunes okay, really helps Facebook out Facebook is show. likes, Chris. You got that no one. Yep, you can go on Facebook and, and follow like us. the expert show. Last like, but not least, go check the show out on Patreon.com slash no expert show you can support the show as well as get extra content eight 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 whole people are giving me money on a a, basically a weekly basis so and only two of them are here that's that's true (laughs) (laughs) if you're a regular listener of the show john carter i'm talking to you i'll see you tonight i know you listen to the show yeah seriously john you gotta Patreon. be a subscriber you know you can come on the show as long as you're a patron <laughs> there <laughs> you go <laughs> is that the barrier to entry to get on the show no, no it's usually once somebody's on the show they usually become a patron oh is that the order that's of operation right. that's how it happened for me yep yep. Uh, plus you get extra bonus beers like we're gonna do right after we wrap this show cause you haven't seen it yet it's gonna be super exciting awesome yeah. uh, twitter.com slash no expert show to follow the show as well and somebody gave me an interesting suggestion because of uh, the new Apple Music I'm gonna be creating a playlist of all the music that I've used in the shows Ooh. so uh, keep a lookout for that I'll tweet that out once I put that together so you can see all the music that's used on no expert show but guys thanks for coming on this week thanks shadows Chris yeah thanks Chris and thank you for listening and downloading and I will see you next week you yeah 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 yeah